What is up, Penn Nation? Aloha. You are now tuned in to yet another edition of BJPenn.com Radio. As always, guys, I'm your host, Jay Kinch. Pleasure to be here with you each and every week. We have another great show lined up for you guys. Ton of news to get to. Uh, streamlined episode, but a usual suspect. Guest you're very familiar with. And like I said, another great show lined up for you guys. BJPenn.com Radio is live each and every week, whether it be Wednesday or Thursday, sometimes 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, sometimes 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. But regardless, we continue to bring you guys the best possible guests each and every week. We are the fighter's voice and the voice of you guys, the fans. We give these athletes a platform to speak their hearts and minds. And obviously, being the voice of you guys, the fans, we greatly, greatly appreciate all the love and support, the patronage, Penn Nation. Uh, please keep it up, like I tell you guys each and each and every week. Uh, tonight's lineup, just one guest. We'll get to that in just a moment. But I drill it into your heads, I tell you every single week, you're home for MMA news, you already know this, bjpen.com. Make sure you guys bookmark us, bjpen.com forward slash MMA news. Stay up to date and the latest and greatest of the sport that we all love in mixed martial arts, whether it be the hot topics, the breaking news, exclusive content, viral videos, technique videos, everything that you want, all under one roof, bjpen.com. We have got you covered, guys. We're the largest independently owned and operated MMA news site out there today. All of you fine folks in Penn Nation make that possible. We are much obliged for that. And in return... We continue to bring you guys great content each and every day uh, from some of the best guys in the business, to be to be quite honest. You know our team. You're familiar with our writers, our interviewers. We got a solid team over here at BJPenn.com. And this year will be another great one. You know it. We know it. And again, if you're tuned in, you guys know what's up. So we greatly appreciate it. Tonight's guest... Just one guy, one man, one man show. Been on BJPenn.com radio many times, especially in the past year, of course. Good friend of the show, good friend of the website. Brash and outspoken. One of the best heels in the business of mixed martial arts today. Also transitioning into uh, pro wrestling as well. Number three ranked welterweight in the UFC. Of course, I'm talking about Colby Covington. Lots to discuss with him. Not the longest interview we've done with Colby, but, you know, we touch all the topics. Of course, he's always got his uh, crosshairs targeted on Tyron Woodley. Much to say about Rafael Dos Anjos. But we'll talk a little bit about uh, the Stephen Thompson, the possibility of a fight with Stephen Thompson. Uh, you had heard it here on BJPenn.com radio a couple weeks ago that uh, Wonderboy is open to a fight with Colby. So we'll get his thoughts on that. We'll talk about the landscape of the division. Whether or not he intends to sit out for an extended period of time waiting for this title shot uh, that he believes he already deserves. Hard to argue. I mean, obviously everybody's looking for the RDA Woodley fight. But after that, I mean, who else can you give it to? Number three ranked guy is Colby Covington. So 
Much to discuss with him. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit of pro wrestling and the debut of Ronda Rousey in the WWE. We're going to get to get to that here in just a moment with the news, but uh, always a good time with Colby. You guys know him. He's funny. Whether you love, or you love him or you hate him, uh, chances are you tune in and, and you read his stuff and uh, follow what he's talking about. So uh, polarizing figure in the sport of mixed martial arts. To say the least. Great guy. Always a good convo. Pleasure to have him back on. So that's our guest tonight. As soon as I get done with the news, we'll be rolling that. ATT prospect. As I mentioned, number three ranked Walter Waite. Looking for a title shot. Colby Covington. So let's get into some news. First off, let's recap UFC Fight Night Charlotte. Uh, we're just going to touch on, you know, the main card here. Uh, Bobby Green gets the big win over Eric Koch. If you guys remember, you know, we were all looking at, at Bobby Green as potentially being a breakthrough star. Um, you know, marketable guy in, in a lot of ways. Maybe not not so much in other ways, but people like him. I like him. Funny guy, kind of fits into that... Uh, you know, that hip persona of the day, if you will. Jeez, I sound like an old man. Anyway, with that solid win over Eric Koch, uh, you know, he can start that that journey to stardom once again. Uh, hoping to see some more big things from Bobby Green. Glad to see him back with a big win over a tough guy like Eric Koch. Uh, Gregor Gillespie continues to impress. Scores the first round finish over Jordan Rinaldi. Keep your eye on Gregor, guys. Uh, he could very well be climbing the ranks very quickly in 2018. And, uh, you know, you heard me talk about breakthrough stars. This guy could be that as well. <clears throat> Andre Feely gets the win over Dennis Bermudez via split decision. Plenty of controversy, as always, with the split decision. Uh, but Feely gets the nod over a top-ranked guy in Bermudez and builds some momentum at 145. Interested to see where both guys go from here. Uh, obviously both had addressed it, uh, after the fight, you can read all of that at bjpen.com forward slash MMA news, but Hey man, it goes to the decision. It's a sad fact of the sport. We see it time and time again. Judges get it wrong. Judges screw somebody. I'm not going to get into, to who I thought won or, or, you know, anything of that sort, but you go back and watch the fight. You make your own decision. And, uh, hey, man, it's how the cookie crumbles sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, somebody's got to go in there and win. Somebody's got to lose. Uh, it's the nature of the game. And, of course, in the main event, Jacare Souza finishes Derek Brunson in the first round, lands a beautiful head kick that led to the finish. Jacare back in the win column. Brunson took the loss in a very professional manner, in my opinion. Uh, very humble guy. Says he'll be back. I have no doubt that he will be. Uh, Jacare stops that momentum of Brunson. You know, he was on a tear, um, finishing guys. Big, big win, much needed win for Jacare, in my opinion. And, uh, of course he looked great out there. Weidman has shown some interest in, in fighting Souza now. Souza has addressed that. Again, you can, you can go to bjpen.com forward slash MMA news to read up on that. Great card though. However, pulled in the worst numbers uh, of any UFC fight night. Oversaturation of the sport. You're hearing a lot of people talk about that. 
Tough to argue, but when you've got a roster with that many people, they got to fight. You got to have a lot of cards. <clears throat> Personally, my problem is, is you know, where do you find the time every single Saturday to watch some fights? I'm diehard. I'm hardcore. I watch every single fight that I possibly can. I never miss the big cards. But man, sometimes you know you're just busy on a Saturday, and uh, it's tough. It's tough when there's a card every single weekend. So. Interested to see how the UFC is, is going to handle this throughout 2018. Chances are they're just going to continue to flood the market with all the MMA that they possibly can. But if you're a true fight fan, you're not going to argue with that. <clears throat> so, fight announcements. Anthony Pettis set to face off against Michael Chiesa at UFC 223 in Brooklyn. Big fight for the lightweight division. Both guys got a lot to prove uh, going into this fight, you know, uh, getting back in the win column, coming off some tough fights. Uh, so very interested to see how that one plays out. <clears throat> As I mentioned, very important for the division at 155. Ally Quinta finally gets a deal done with the UFC, set to face Paul Felder on that same card, UFC 223 in Brooklyn in April. Um, that's a big fight for the lightweight division as well. You've heard Iaquinta on the show talk about uh, how he was unhappy with the deal he had. Sounds like they come to terms. He's gotten what he's wanted. Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier. That fight is has become official. Huge fight at lightweight as well. I mean, we all know how stacked that division is. Uh, full of killers. Very talented guys. And with the tear that Dustin Poirier has been on, and knowing how Gaethje fights, got fireworks on it, written all over it. Pretty much any at this point, any any fight that Justin Gaethje is in, you can expect some serious violence. So that fight becomes official. It had been reported, but but it's it seems that it is now officially done. Fabricio Verdum set to face Alex Volkov at UFC London in March. Bisping will apparently not be on that card at all. Big bummer for the UK fans, but you know at least they still have Jimmy Manuel on the card. Not to mention some other other Englishmen, but that seems to be the main event: Verdum versus Volkov. Looks like Verdum's looking to stay pretty active until he gets that title shot uh, again to, to to reclaim that title. He wants that that second fight with Stipe, obviously. Uh, so this is this is another step in the right direction with the win over Alex Volkov. And the biggest fight announcement, without question, speaking of heavyweights and speaking of Stipe, Daniel Cormier is going to be moving up to fight Stipe Miocic in July at UFC 226. Uh, apparently, DC called Stipe to discuss the pay before agreeing to the fight. I found that pretty cool. Uh, guys looking out for each other. You can imagine there's going to be a ton of mutual mutual respect leading up to this fight. DC, of course, having a ton of success at heavyweight earlier in his career. Um, moving back up, and we've seen plenty of funny videos and memes of, uh, you guys remember the, the, uh, fighters only awards from a couple years ago. Um, you know, the M the yearly MMA awards, they always do these funny skits and there was one that, uh, it was DC dancing and, you know, um, uh, what, what was that stupid song? I'm all about that cake, about that cake, whatever. And it's him dancing around with all these foods that he likes. So, of course, there's been a ton of that floating around the internet. DC no longer having to cut weight for this fight. We'll see how it plays out. Very tall order for uh, DC. Stipe obviously has shown 
his ability time and time again in the octagon. Uh, both coming off of big fights on the same card in Boston, which I witnessed. And now they'll be fighting each other uh, in July at UFC 226. So huge fight announcement. Uh, DC has hinted that Kane might move down to 205, which I found very interesting. We'll see what happens there. I'm sure that would uh, be fully dependent on if DC was to win the title from Stipe. Uh, but again, you can stay on this story and follow that up at bjpen.com forward slash MMA news. Uh, we will have that covered in depth as it plays out. And speaking of weight, Max Holloway recently talked about the inevitability of him moving up to lightweight. There's been a lot of talk with these new weight cutting rules uh, that that he that he may be affected. Uh, and it seems that that will be on his agenda to move up to 155 eventually. When that will be, tough to say. He's obviously got a huge fight coming up with Frankie Edgar. I think he'd have plenty of success at lightweight as well. His frame uh, would certainly suggest that. The strangest news of the week, however, Floyd Mayweather trolling us all yet again. First, he flaunts the check from him boxing Conor McGregor for $100 million. In typical Floyd Mayweather fashion. Then days later, posts a video of himself stepping into a cage and hinting that he's going to move to MMA. <laughs> Listen, that's highly unlikely, folks. Uh, interestingly enough, though, Vasil Lomachenko posted a video of him working on some wrestling and also suggested and hinted at a transition to MMA. Now, here's how I see it. Our own Tom Taylor has said that if Floyd's going to move to MMA, they should have him fight CM Punk. As funny and as serious as that is, I mean, I understand where, where Tom's coming from on that. Um, my theory would be, if both these guys are going to move to our sport, have them fight each other. A fight that we would have wanted to see in the boxing ring, just have, if, have them fight in a cage. They both have the boxing skills. Let's see who's got the better wrestling. I'm willing to bet that the Ukrainian would have more grappling skills than uh, Floyd Mayweather. But nonetheless, this is Floyd trolling us. We've talked about it time and time again. Uh, you know, this stuff with the UFC saying that that they've been in negotiations with him. Uh, after Floyd posted this video, Dana White retweets it with a smiley face. I'm not buying anything until I see anything signed. We've seen crazier in this sport. So I won't say never, but I will say highly unlikely. And hands down, the biggest news of the week, Rowdy Ronda Rousey makes her WWE debut at the Royal Rumble over the weekend on Sunday, came out at the very end of the show, uh, dressed like her late godfather, Rowdy Roddy Piper, uh, you know, the one that she gets her namesake from. There was speculation leading up to this that, that she would make her debut. Uh, they were doing the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. There was a lot of talk that Ronda would be there. All of that was shut down. And then as the as the event progressed, it would seem that, that it was not going to happen. And then all of a sudden at the end of the show, after the Women's Royal Rumble, they have some women facing off. And apparently there was some discussion over who wanted to face who for... A title. Anyway, I, unfortunately, I don't follow uh, pro wrestling like I used to when I was a kid. But, like I said, it appeared she wasn't going to come out. All of a sudden, that bad reputation music hits. Next thing you know, she walks out, gets a huge pop from the crowd. 
Good for her, man. For all the hate that Ronda Rousey's gotten over the past few years, you know, at the end of the day, what do you want from someone that was marketed and loved by the promotion that she fought for, had a ton of success? Sure, uh, any expert would have told you, oh, man, you know, her striking is not there. However, she went out there and, and KO'd some, some tough opponents, KO'd some tough opponents. I mean, hey, man, you get paid millions and millions of dollars, you go undefeated and have all the success, the successes that Ronda Rousey had had, chances are, you know, you're probably going to be pretty confident too, borderline cocky. So obviously she catches a ton of hate for her skills, all of those things, but this is a great move for her. She's going to make a ton of money over there. Stays in the spotlight. What I'm interested in, and you're going to hear me talk about this with Colby Covington, is will she stay on the microphone? Will she get on the mic? Will she cut her own promos? Or should she incorporate someone like a Paul Heyman to do the talking for her? That's what we've seen with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, not very good on the microphone. Uh, Of course, he has Paul Heyman, who is a genius, on the microphone. So I'm interested to see how that all plays out. Uh, but Rousey comes out points at WrestleMania. I didn't catch Monday night raw. I would assume that she did not make an appearance, uh, at raw. Also very interested to hear, you know, what her contracts like, how many appearances she's going to be required to make. I highly doubt she'll be on the road. She'll probably just be involved in, uh, you know, big events and, 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 uh, big cities that, that, that the, uh, WWE goes to, um, so that's all the news I'm going to get to for today. Tons of stuff. I didn't get to guys. If you want to read up on all that, plus much, much, much more, everything that's going on in the sport of the, in the sport of mixed martial arts right now, bjpen.com. We have got you covered guys, bjpen.com forward slash MMA news for all the breaking news this week. Like I said, you guys know where to go. Everything that you crave from the sport that you love in mixed martial arts, bjpen.com, the fighter's voice, the voice of you guys, the fans, we have got you covered. So on that note, I'll quit talking. We'll jump right into this interview. bjpen.com radio, the fighter's voice. I'm your host, Jay Kinch. Coming up next, our good friend of the show. As I said, the brash and outspoken. Speaking of pro wrestling, he is one hell of a heel. Colby Covington. All right, Penn Nation, please welcome back to the show one of our favorite guests, the number three ranked welterweight in the UFC, an outspoken man to say the least. Of course, I'm talking about Colby Covington. Colby, what's going on, man? How's your 2018 been so far? Yo, what's up, Jason? Thanks for having the baddest man in the world back on BJ Penn Radio. Always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. So tell us, how has your new year been so far? We haven't spoken, I think the last time we spoke was before the new year. How is 2018 treating you so far? Oh, dude, 2018 is amazing, man. It's, it's already starting to be the, a bigger and better year than 2017. You saw what I did in 2017. I completely embarrassed the number seven fighter in the world and the number two fighter in the world. So just wait till you see what I do in 2018. The number one fighter in the world which is a ranking, and that's just the number by this name. It's not adequate of who's actually the best fighter in the world, because that would be me, which is, it's a joke they have me at number three. But anyways, 2018 is going to be the greatest year, man. Tyrell Woodley, he's going to get his career ended, and I will have the belt around my waist. 
So before we, obviously much to discuss as always, Tyron, of course, being one of the big topics, but tell me a little bit about the NerdBash 2018 hashtag that you have going. Yeah, you know, the, the NerdBash 2018 is is what it is. You know, I'm making a guest list with all these little nerds, you know, and the top of it is is uh, Tyro Woodley, RDA, Stephen Thompson, maybe even a guy like Rory McDonald, that syrup sucker out of Canada, so... You know, Nerd Bash 2018, all these little nerds are on my guest list, and it's not a good guest list, Jason. You don't want to be on this guest list. This is this is the guest list where your career gets ended. <laughs> I have no doubt. You mentioned a lot of names there, several several of them I want to get to here in a moment, but I know you've been traveling quite a bit. Uh, I know you spent some time back home on the West Coast. When did you get back to Florida, and how often have you been in the gym? Yeah, you know, I, I did some traveling. I got I got a little downtime to go hang out back home in Oregon and uh, do some cool things back there. And, uh, you know, I just got back out to Florida about two weeks ago. So, you know, it's good to be back home in Florida at the world's greatest gym, American Top Team. And, uh, you know, just talking with my manager, Dan Lambert, you know, he's giving me some good speeches about getting ready to get ready to fight. So, you know, I'm just getting back into training right now and uh, I'm ready to go whenever. So, no news at this point, no fight offers, nothing on the horizon, just still campaigning for that title fight. Yeah, nothing, uh, you know, you see what uh, how Tyrone Woodley's acting in the media, you know, he's trying to run from everybody, he's trying to look for unimaginable fights that aren't even out there, you know, he's trying to look with fights with lightweights, Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, those guys aren't even welterweights, Tyrone, you're making yourself look like a bitch, and then... Also, GSP, you know, like the guy's got colitis. He's not even probably ever going to fight again. So why don't you focus on the real contenders in the division? I'm the top of the division. I guess they consider this RDA chump at the top of the division too, which is a joke. He's a lightweight. He was getting knocked out by lightweights last year. But, you know, let, let's talk about this division. You know, it's, I'm waiting to see what happens with Tyrone because I'm next in line, man. There's only, there's only two contenders at the top of the division. It's me and RDA. So I'm going to wait to see what happens. You know, I don't think they should make the RDA fight. I mean, that's going to be boring. Who wants to see that? Tyrell Woodley's already thrown the least. He's already had the, the record for history for least amount of strikes ever thrown in a fight. Now he's going to get the, the record for least amount of pay-per-view buys if they do him versus RDA. Who wants to see that? No one wants to see that. Two good guys. Oh, I'll fight whoever. No, you want to see drama. You want to see promotion. You want to see actually real entertainment not just the fight but the lead up to the fight then you need to put colby chaos covington versus tyrone the chosen bitch woodley for the undisputed welterweight title <laughs> now i'm assuming that you heard all the stuff that he said on rogan's podcast recently yeah yeah i mean i get the only reason is because i get tagged by hundreds of fans out there that are just like wow tyrone's a fucking complete dumbass like he's looking and making himself look like a complete cat clown he's he'll do anything just to get on tv but he'll do anything just not to fight <laughs> now obviously he had uh you know he had, he had some some words towards you but he he just kept saying gsp 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 in july obviously you mentioned the colitis there that sounds like it's very unreasonable to think that tyron would be fighting gsp and obviously you have a lot to say about that what do you think the likelihood of that, that matchup is? I mean, and do you think Tyron has the right to sit out and wait for that big money fight? I mean, honestly, the likelihood of that, of GSP versus Tyron Woodley is probably 0%. That's the likelihood. GSP has colitis. You know, he said he's going to be, his coach has said he's going to be out maybe two years. 
The guy doesn't want to fight again, man. Why do you think he left the division, man? He wanted to come back for one money fight. He got it with Bisping. He put enough money in the bank. He doesn't need to come back and fight. So GSP is done. He's out of the equation, you know. He's not going to fight again. If he's fighting ever again, it'll be one fight, and that'll be Conor McGregor. He's not going to come back and fight Woodley. There's a reason he's not fighting Woodley, because Woodley's not a fucking draw. He couldn't sell 100,000 pay-per-view buys if his life depended on it. All Tyrone Woodley does is he tries to piggyback off all the other stars in the UFC, off of Conor McGregor, off of DC or Stipe. He can't even pay-per-view himself. He can't even main event it because he's a joke. No one will watch him fight because he's boring and he's a little bitch. Now, he caught a lot of flack for, you know, uh, he's he's got a lot of uh, criticism for, the, you know, the statements he's made about, uh, you know, racism in the UFC and some accuse him of race baiting. I mean, in that conversation, I don't know if you listen to much of it, but but do you do you hear that same kind of stuff? Is is he playing the "woe is me" character in, in all of this? Yeah, he's trying to play the victim role. You know, he's a joke, man. Everybody, no one likes him. He, you know, no one wants to watch him fight anymore. He's boring. He's not exciting, and he and and he's just mad. He's mad that the fans hate him, and, and he's just trying to say, "Oh, you hate me because I'm black." You know, like I heard some people within like the the when the UFC countdown show came to the gym to do the countdown show before I fought Damian Mai, even they were saying some stuff, like, he said some whack stuff in interviews, like, they would ask him, like, oh, what do you think about the oh, no, let's not, we're not going to talk about what the fans don't like me in the races, and we're going to talk about celebrating me as the greatest welterweight champ of all time. How much of a joke is that? That Like, that's laughable, dude. Like, he's the laughing stock of the UFC right now. Yeah, and I, I well, I, I mean, I, I won't, I won't touch on that, but I know that he did claim that fame of, of the greatest welterweight of all time, Many consider that to be a GSP. Some would even say Matt Hughes. Uh, but, I mean, what, what do you think he needs to accomplish to even consider claiming that title? He needs to consider cleaning out the division like those guys cleaned out the division. Matt Hughes and GSP, they fought every contender, each and every one, one by one. They lined them up. They didn't sit out for a long-ass time and, and cry and race bay and then say, oh, this, I'm not getting these fights. Oh, there's no money fights. You're not a money fighter. you gotta, you got to clear out the division like those guys did, and that's how you become a money fighter. He's not, he can't even sell money in a money fight in his own division. I'm the only money fight for him. So, you know, to be the greatest welterweight, you got to go out and beat every contender. He's beaten two contenders. That's it. He beat... Two contenders, Damian Maia, the same guy I just fought, and Steven Thompson in, in two of the most boring fights in the welterweight history. So, you know, to be the greatest welterweight, you need to go out there and prove it, and that's what I will do. I'll knock all these contenders off after I beat Tyrone Woodley, and I'll take them all on one by one. Now, we're three months removed since the Maya fight, as we've discussed in length. Very impressive performance by you. You know, you've said that, that you only want the RDA fight or the Woodley fight, Realistically, man, I mean, if if it seems like you know Woodley's nursing this injury, he's not going to come back for a while, and even at this point, he's not willing to fight you. How long are you willing to sit out? Uh, there's not a time frame on how long. You know, I'm not going to be like Tyrell Woodley. You know how long Tyrell Woodley sat out to wait for his title shot when he was on a two fight winning streak and he beat the same guy that I beat, Dung Hum Kim. He sat out for two fucking years to get his title shot. So, you know, that's you're not going to see Colby Chaos Covington sit out two years because I'm here to make the UFC welterweight division great again. And, I, and you know, you don't do that by sitting on the sidelines. So, you know, it's been, what, three months since my fight? You know, maybe we'll start looking at something for springtime, maybe for summertime. But, you know, I gotta, I'm back in training now in Florida. You know, I, I got to talk to my manager, Dan Lambert, and uh, – you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but we have to see what happens with the title picture because I am in the title picture. You can't doubt that. There's no doubts about it. There's two names in it. It's me or RDA. So nothing's given. They said, 
that Dana White said that RDA is next, but you know, he's went back on his word before, so nothing's set in stone. We'll see if I get that title shot. Yeah, obviously the uh, Dana White's expressed interest in, in RDA fighting Woodley next. Uh, assuming that fight goes through, either way, both of those guys have have uh, you know kind of shut down any interest that the fans and yourself have have put out there about you fighting either one of those guys. However, Wonder Boy says that he needs an opponent for maybe April or May. Is that a fight you'd be interested in, considering his ranking, and that could potentially be a title eliminator for you? Uh, you know. You, you have to talk to Choir Boy's dad, you know. You, you just never know if a guy like that, his dad's going to let him okay to come out and play. So, you know, that could be an option down the road. But, you know, first things first, I'm, I'm focused on Tyrone Bitch Woodley and, and Franken-Nerd RDA. <laughs> Choir Boy, that, that's a good one. I never heard that one. <laughs> um, so it, that that's a possibility. It would have to be for... Uh, a, a cemented title eliminator, but obviously, as you've said, you've got your eyes focused on the winner of Woodley and RDA if that fight gets announced. Uh, I wanted to change gears here for a moment. You recently went after uh, Rory McDonald, said some pretty funny stuff about him being a syrup sucker or something like that. Uh, what prompted you to get into it with him? Uh, he, he came out and said in an interview and just saying that like I was – the low point of MMA in 2017 and just he was talking some shit so you know I just had to put him in his place and let him know what the truth was you know that guy's a complete joke I mean R Robbie Lawler retired that guy a couple years ago that guy's nose is shattered he's nothing anymore so the fact that he's trying to run his mouth about the UFC's greatest welterweight Colby Chaos Covington I'm not just let it, gonna let him get away with that I'm holding all these nerds accountable in 2018 this is Nerd Bash 2018 so I know the comments that he made about saying, you know, we're at the low point in the UFC. You 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 were that, and and, and it's a sad time in MMA. Uh, I mean, like, what what is your response to that? I, do guys just seriously not get what you're trying to do here promotionally? Yeah, whether they get it or they don't get it, they're going to find out soon enough that that it doesn't really matter. They're just going to get their faces smashed in and be a part of my guest list for Nerd Bash 2018. But you know, everybody has their different opinion, and, and they think something. And so, you know, if he wants to think a certain way, then let him think a certain way. Not everybody thinks the same way, and and it has the same level playing field in their mind. So, you know, if if they don't get it, they don't get it, man. But but I'm still I'm still the face of the UFC, and, and he's obviously jealous because I have taken over the welterweight division. Because he's not even talking about the guy that he beat, Tyrone Woodley. He's talking about Colby Chaos Covington. So that speaks for itself. He knows who the true welterweight king of the UFC is. Well, it certainly speaks for itself that you are constantly in the news. You're one of the most talked about guys in the UFC, never mind the welterweight division. Uh, and, and I know we've talked about it in length, man, but I really don't understand why people can't grasp what you're doing uh, and, and take it for what it is. Uh, but, you know, that, that being said, man, do you have any doubt that, um, you know, this promotion stuff, this ball will continue to keep rolling in 2018 and that you'll be able to continue building this momentum? Or do you think, uh, you know, maybe... That'll change a little bit. Will you still be the heel by the end of 2018? I mean, you gotta you gotta pay attention, man. I can't give you my layout of, of how <laughs> my career my career is gonna go. That I can't give you that inside information. So you just have to pay attention. But I will tell you, man, this is the beginning, man. I'm just giving you guys a little taste of it. The, the, you guys are gonna get a lot more soon. And when it comes back, it's gonna be the biggest thing to ever hit the UFC. That's a guaranteed fact. You heard it here first on BJ Penn Radio. <laughs> Love it, man. All right, so let, let's change gears here for a moment again. Uh, obviously, the biggest news of the week, 
Uh, Ronda Rousey making her WWE debut. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Impact Wrestling and the stuff that you're doing in that that realm uh, as well. But first off, I wanted to get your reaction to her uh, WWE debut. Do you think it was the right move? And how do you think, uh, what kind of a career is she going to have uh, in the world of pro wrestling? Yeah, I think it was a great move for her. I mean, she wasn't going to win any more fights, so she's got to go do something that she can win in. So maybe pro wrestling's that. And, uh, you know, I think it was a great move. I think she's uh, she's done well for herself, and she's going to make some good money over there. So, you know, the thing is, is I hope she don't fuck it up for the MMA fighters because I'm the people following in those footsteps. I'm going to be over there at WWE taking a world title soon. So I hope she doesn't act all shy and do all that weird stuff, you know. She needs to be who she is, you know, and who she used to be in the UFC when she was the champ. So hope she keeps that same persona and don't fuck it up for all the, the MMA fighters. Now, do you think she's she has those kind of mic skills to be proficient over there, or do you think she needs a guy like Paul Heyman? Yeah, I think she needs a guy like you know, even a guy like Dan Lambert. That guy's that guy's one of the best, most intelligent managers in the game. I mean, he'll he'll shit on Paul Heyman if they had a little face off, man. Dan Lambert will take the cake. I guarantee it. You know, you put when we went to Impact, you know, he was going off with Jim Cornette. You know, they were going back and forth, and and Cornette knew what was up. He knew that that Dan Lambert was one of the best heel managers to ever grace the sport of MMA or pro wrestling. So, you know, she'd do well if she'd hire a guy like Dan Lambert. Man, that would be a sight to see. Paul Heyman and Dan Lambert going back and forth. I would definitely pay money to see that. Dude, it's in the near future, man. It's gonna happen. So with uh, Impact Wrestling, I haven't got a chance to catch up on stuff, but I saw some headlines, you know, uh, Bobby Lashley, Dan Lambert. I, I, I have a storyline that you guys are playing out over there. Uh, how has the reception been so far, and, and, and what do you think of uh, Impact moving forward? I'd imagine we'll see you continuously on that program. Uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. We had a great time. We got to go over there and kick some pro wrestlers' ass, so that was always fun. We had to let them know who's superior, and that's MMA fighters. So, you know, I had a great time, and, and uh, you know, maybe we will see some more of me on there coming coming going forward, but, you know, I can't reveal that yet. But I am going to be in a show February 3rd this weekend in Rahway, New Jersey. It's called WrestlePro, and you you should probably tune in. It's going to be on Twitch, so Impact's going to gonna play it on Twitch, and uh, I got a big match, so... You won't want to miss this, man. I called out Tyro Woodley, and this is going to be some viral shit. You, you don't want to miss this, Jason. I'm just giving you the inside scoop before it happens. Interesting. So you, you can't name the opponent as a surprise thing? or? Yeah, it's a surprise thing, man. You got to tune in to Twitch, February 3rd, Rahway, New Jersey, WrestlePro. Awesome, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, so uh, another off-topic thing here, man. I saw you made some posts about it on Twitter. You are not included in the UFC game. I know you were saying that uh, nerds would have to pay, uh, you know, to, to, to have your character, the best welterweight in the division on that game. Uh, what was your initial reaction to that? I mean, is that the plan to, to have you release as a character later on? Or were you just not, you know, available in the times that they were doing like image capturing? Yeah, I just, I got better things to do, you know, I... I didn't even care about it, man. They're not paying you to be in that game, so why would I want to be on that game? So, you know, I didn't really want to be in the game. It wasn't the big deal. It's for nerds. Who, you know, come on, who who plays EA Sports anymore? That's those games are for nerds. So, you know, <laughs> who cares about EA Sports? <laughs> yeah, you know, that was one of the big things with um, uh, the the lawsuits against the UFC. Uh, you know, using their likeness without giving them any pay. So, you do make a great point there. 
but I guess, listen, man, in conclusion, always generous with your time. Greatly appreciated it. Great way to kick off 2018 for our interview series with you. I'm sure there will be many, many more uh, throughout the year. But I guess in conclusion, man, should we expect to see you fight before summer, maybe summertime? Uh, and, you know, w- when will there be an announcement, maybe in the next few coming months or after RDA and Tyron get their business done? I stay ready, man. So whenever the UFC makes it right, whenever the UFC wants to bring back the world's greatest welterweight, they know I'm on call. They know my phone number. So you're definitely going to see me a couple times in 2018, and I guarantee I will have the UFC welterweight title before the end of 2018. Mark my words. All right, man. I believe you. It's been an absolute pleasure, as always, to speak with you. Uh, looking forward to the next time and, and hopefully uh, a fight getting announced, you know, maybe in the near future. So, something that makes sense, obviously, for you and uh, obviously getting that, that title in 2018. Before we let you go, any shout-outs you'd like to get in? Yeah, big shout-out to uh, American Top Team and Dan Lambert for all the support and, and helping me get to where I am now. So, And thanks to BJ Penn Radio for always giving me a voice. And all the fans, man, all you filthy animals out there, man, all, all my fans, Nerbash 2018, we're making the welterweight division great again. Big things in 2018. It's the chaos takeover. All right, man. Nerd Bash 2018, make make UFC welterweight division great again. Looking forward to it, man. You have a wonderful weekend. Have a great time on the golf course next time you hit the links, and uh, we'll catch up again soon. All right, Jason. Good talking, man. Take care. You too, buddy. Later. Later. All right, guys. There you have it. Chaos himself, Colby Covington. Again, good friend of the show. Always a pleasure to speak with him. Had some very funny stuff to say there, uh, in particular about the EA UFC game. And interesting side note, my friend had told me today that he's played it. We all played the the games religiously. Personally, my favorite was the third edition of UFC from the THQ brand before EA had had started, you know, making the games. Uh, I personally loved. UFC 3 by THQ. Nonetheless, we're on the third edition from EA. I've played the the first and second from EA. Uh, you know, second obviously being a little bit better. Um, their primary focus was fluidity. But anyway, listen, I'm, get, I'm getting way off topic here. My buddy said it sucks, the new game. I have yet to play it, so I won't, uh, I won't take his word for it until I actually play it for myself. But if the game really does suck, then hey, I'm on board with Colby. I'm not even going to play it. Very funny stuff from him. We all know how he's felt about Woodley, RDA, the division. He continues to fire people up, piss people off, troll people. I would say if you guys don't follow him on Twitter, you really should. You'll at least get a, a laugh every, you know, a good laugh every day or so, depending on how often he's tweeting. Um... But at the end of the day, I've said it many, many, many times on the show. Please understand what this guy is doing. Not enough people do. He catches all the hate in the world for, for what he's doing. But at the end of the day, it's working for him. I mean, get, give him some credit for that. We all love Chael Sonnen. A lot, I know a lot of people make the comparison and say, oh, Chael, Chael was much more clever. <laughs> Colby's way more harsh. And it's still funny. So... You know how I feel about it. Uh, sure, would I would I like us to get away from trash talk, get back to that Bushido way of maybe a 
Uh, Rose Namajunas, she's very refreshing to, to see what she, you know, it's very refreshing to see what she's going to be able to do in the sport if she's marketed correctly by the UFC. Trash talk is funny. I really love and appreciate guys like Colby. But at the same time, everybody's trying to do it. If you're not good at it, please stop. Clearly, Colby has has a knack for this. And hence his uh, talk about move to pro wrestling. I haven't got a chance to, to, to watch much of the Impact stuff. But from what he's saying, Dan Lambert is also a genius on the microphone. Um, so all that to check out. I'm interested to see how, the, how this is going to uh, play out with this event he has coming up. Uh, mystery opponent. I'm almost willing to bet that it's going to be like a, a Tyrone Woodley knockoff gimmick. Tyrone Woodley knockoff gimmick. Oh, God, he's got me saying Tyrone. <laughs> good old Kobe. But again, good conversation with him. Can't thank him enough. That's another episode wrapped up, guys. BJPen.com Radio, episode 68. We'll be back next week, hopefully with the full deck, full guest list. Uh, we're working on a, on a couple of big guys, big names. We'll see if that comes to fruition. But yeah, another solid show. Greatly appreciate you guys. I greatly appreciate the entire team at BJPen.com. Tom, Chris, Drake, Justin, Russell, Scott, everybody I'm forgetting. Love you guys. Big mahalo. Big thank you to all of you, Penn Nation, for tuning in, supporting us. Keep it up. BJPenn.com forward slash MMA news. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus. Set up notifications. Get text alerts. Get the news before everybody else does. BJPenn.com. Everything that you crave from the sport that you love. All in one place. We have got you covered, guys. Before we wrap things up, Super Bowl this weekend. Big card this weekend as well. Machida taking on Eric Anders. UFC Bellum. Valentina Shevchenko making her women's flyweight debut. Very exciting stuff. Rest of the card's pretty solid as well. So, of course, I'll be tuning into that on Saturday. But Sunday, 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 Sunday. You guys know I'm from Rhode Island. I'm a New Englander. New England Patriots taking on the Philadelphia Eagles for the Super Bowl. You know who I'm betting for. (laughs) Tom Brady's incredible, guys. Don't hate. Don't be a hater. You know it. Respect the GOAT. And tune into some awesome fights this weekend. So again, big thank you to all you guys, the team, Penn Nation. We'll be back next week. Another solid show. Hope you guys tune in. Follow us on social media. Get in touch. I'm your host, Jay Kinch. BJPenn.com Radio, episode 68. Signing off for the evening. Peace out, everybody.